With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. You're listening to Affected by Altitude, a Purple Row podcast for and by Rockies fans. Hello, Rockies fans, and welcome to a special edition of the Affected by Altitude podcast. My name is Eric Garcia McKinley, and I'm joined with uh, Sam Bradfield. How are you doing, Sam? I'm good, Eric. How are you? I'm doing great. Um, So just a a little bit about why this is a special edition of the Affected by Altitude podcast is we're going to we're going to talk about uh, minor leagues, and we hope to do this once a week to give a a rundown of what's been happening in the Rockies farm system recently. So uh, Sam is the author of the weekly Pebble reports that you can see you can find on Purple Row on Mondays um, on either Monday or Tuesday. And so this is uh, this is you can think of this as this will be the 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 Pebble report podcast. So it'll be a complement to the written uh, to the to the written variety that you'll find on the site. Um, And it's important to note that um, whatever we do with this, we might, you know, find a new logo or find a new name for this podcast. You don't have to subscribe to a new thing. If you're already subscribed to the Purple Row feed on however you listen to podcasts, you'll already get these uh, in your feed. So the major question that uh, I think will, will drive a lot of these conversations is, all right, well, what do Rockies fans need to know about what's been going on in the minor leagues? Who, uh, who's, uh, who's, who's making noise down there? I think most notably right now is uh, Rico Garcia, who started the year in Hartford and pitched absolutely like insanely lights out at Hartford. I think his worst game, he gave up three runs and that happened t- twice. Um, and so he left Hartford with a 185 ERA and was promoted to Albuquerque on June 20th and has since made three starts and they've all been completely different starts. His debut, um, he went five innings, gave up six hits and one run, still five strikeouts. He's a strikeout guy. He strikes out a lot of guys. Um, then on his second start, June 26th, went another five innings, but nine hits, eight earned runs four home runs, two walks, and three strikeouts. That was his uh, debut in Albuquerque. And as we all know, Albuquerque is very much a hitter's park. And from what I've heard, it's the worst in the PCL, if you can believe that. Um, so With uh, with Las Vegas and Reno as competitors, right? Yeah. I mean, that's, I mean, yeah, that's, yeah, that says something. Yeah. I, yeah. I was talking to a scout a couple weeks ago at the, the Isotopes game I was at, and he was talking about uh, some of the different parks and definitely said that Albuquerque was probably the worst. Um, so, and then, uh, Rico pitched again on Monday, July 1st, which was my birthday. And I unfortunately didn't, did not get to watch, but that's okay. Anyway. So he, uh, pitched, let's see, three and two thirds innings. And he, like his first three innings, he str- he got the minimum out and it was looking like a really good game. And then something happened, I guess, in the fourth inning, Gave up four hits, five runs, three earned a home run, 
a walk and another five strikeouts. So it was just one of those, I don't know exactly what happened, but he's had three starts and they've all been completely different. Um, I still think he's a guy to watch. I still really, really like how he how he pitches and how he commands. And he's kind of one of those guys that's been in the conversation of if we need a fifth guy who's next because Castellani is injured and there aren't. And uh, I mean, Chichi Gonzalez could come back there. You know, it's one of the he's one of those. He's kind of next in line, but I don't think they'll rush him up. I don't think he'll make his debut much before December or not December, September um, <laughs> or December, you know, be one of those weird things who come up in December. Yeah, and, winter yeah, he'll be the only guy there. <laughs> um, but I, I don't think we'll see him much before the fall, um, maybe even in the fall yeah. league. So I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm just like went over to his baseball reference page. So 25 years old, Rico Garcia, um, full name, in fact, Joshua Rico Garcia, I think good move going with Rico. It's much smoother than Josh Garcia. Definitely go with Rico. Well, his Twitter um, handle is Rico Suave. So, <laughs> oh yeah. Well, there, there you go. I mean, yeah, you can't be Josh Suave, <laughs> um, or Josh Suave. Um, uh, yeah. So thirtieth round pick though um, in the two thousand six draft, and that's like, I mean, that's. A 30th round pick to, to, I mean, he's, we don't know what, when he's going to get called up, but if he's, you know, pitching decently well here in AAA and um, a starting pitcher, it's, it's a pretty, it's a very, very good bet that he's going to, he's going to hit the majors at some point. And it's pretty, it's pretty remarkable for a 30th rounder um, out of Hawaii, no less. Um, Cause I mean, 30th round, you're like, that's sort of on the cusp when like the start's becomes just like pure nepotism picks like you know we're gonna draft like the gm's like cousin's nephew or something so i mean good for rico and yeah if he continues i, I like i like seeing those strikeouts so hopefully um yeah maybe you'll hopefully see him make an impact with the, the big league club here um this year or next year yeah definitely i mean he's got 100 strikeouts on the year so that's that's pretty impressive his high on the year he struck out 11 guys twice um so that's pretty impressive. Yeah. So, but beyond Rico, there's also um, Jonathan Daza. He was a international signee in 2010 um, out of Venezuela, and so he's been he's pretty much shot up the system. Um, you know, he was in the DSL for a couple years, and then Grand Junction in 2014, 2015 split between Boise and Asheville. Um, only played 16 games in Boise before he was moved up in 2015. And then again was split 2016 between um, Asheville and Modesto. And then 17 Lancaster and then Hartford and Albuquerque. And then made his debut this year. Um, played six games with the Rockies earlier this year. And he seems to be, I mean, currently in AAA. He's got a 381 average and he's hit... Um, nine home runs and 24 doubles. And he's like top five in the, on the team in just about every batting category, which I think is amazing. Um, he's got 40 strikeouts, um, which from what I remember, isn't like, I think he's, it's like sixth or seventh or something. It wasn't like all the way up there. You know, it's not like Sam Hilliard who strikes out every other at bat. Um, but yeah. you know, but so, but then he got called up to the Rockies and in six games he went, um, you know, one for 18 has an 056 average and he did kind of okay ish. 
Um, so, but again, it's only six games, so I don't think that's quite a good enough sample size to say, oh, he's going to be another one of those quadruple A guys who's going to tear up triple A and then just fall flat on his face in the majors. So what are your thoughts on Dada? Um, yeah, I mean, he's, he does seem like, he seems like he's destined to be a fourth outfielder. Um, I mean, yeah, looking through, he is, I mean, he is really hitting super well in AAA in the PCL. I mean, just like looking at the Albuquerque's stats, he does lead the team. If we, if we raise the, uh, the, uh, you know, if we raise the, the threshold of plate appearances to something like a hundred, he's, you know, hitting 381, 424, 585. Um, but yeah, you just look down the line. It's like Brian Mundell's hitting 339, 415, 536. Pat Valleca, 339. Um, Roberto Ramos, 307. Drew Butera is hitting 303, 419, 523. I mean, it's I mean, it's just yeah, these these like PCL stats this year have been just been like little little crazy i like i like daza and i think i think i think he is like sort of one of these guys that he's going to contribute as a fourth outfielder um so and you know you know i mean successful teams need good fourth outfielders so hopefully the next time he comes to the majors he'll come to the rockies he'll be you know he'll get a handle on things and hit a little bit better and contribute a little bit more yeah definitely um and while we're on the topic of uh, international signings and international signings out of Venezuela. Uh, Daniel Montano, who plays currently with the Asheville Tourists, he's a he's also an outfielder. Um, has been struggling a little bit in uh, in the minors. He made his stateside debut last year with Grand Junction, um, and he I mean he hit respectably. He hit two seventy nine, three thirty eight, four thirty three, um, and currently with Asheville, he's up to two forty five, three ten. 398 um with five home runs 21 doubles three triples so but he also has 75 strikeouts which is a little concerning um <laughs> you know so i think he's been he's been really like struggling he didn't get above like i mean he's been doing okay um and it was to the point for a while that it was um there was some concern that may, he might have to repeat Asheville. But he really, I mean, he hit like, I can look up exactly what happened this week. Um, well, he still might repeat. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, so that's 75 strikeouts, 20, 24.4%, which is like not too bad. Um, he's walk, he's walking at a fair clip, 9%. So that's that's at least pretty good. But yeah, it's it's nice to see him turn it around lately. Um um, definitely. He's, he's one of these, he was one of those international signings excited about for a few years. Now he's like, now he's 20 years old. Now he's stateside. Now he's going to start working his, his, his way through. Um, you know, I, I mean, yeah, I mean, if, uh, yeah, we'll see, we'll see. Maybe, maybe the Rockies will, will, uh, give him, give him a shot at Lancaster next year. Um, that'd be another challenge, another challenge for him. Yeah. So we'll kind of see how he does. Um, yeah, I mean, this, yeah, this week he went 11 for 26 with three doubles, a triple, and a home run. He even, uh, on, let's see, on June 29th, he was a single away from the cycle, three for four. Um, was he a triple shy? He was a single single shy. Oh, dang. Yeah. Wow. Um, yeah, three <laughs> for four and a single away. Oh, he couldn't leg out a 
Like out a single? I, th I think the other one was That's a strikeout. Let's see if I can find it. Um, no, it just says he went three for four. Oh, well, maybe next time. <laughs> All right. Um, so, yeah, um, you know, yeah, I mean, he's a he's a young guy, but, you know, he's also he's younger than some some guys that the Rockies recently just drafted um, about a month ago. Now, the Rockies uh, drafted um, went through the draft, I think, drafted what 41 players and so far have signed. 31 or so we have a tracker on purple row if you were interested in seeing all the guys who they've uh, the rockies have drafted and signed um so but what about the uh, the 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 top the top picks where have uh, where have they ended up where have the rockies sent the the most recent top draft picks so michael toglia aaron shunk and carl kaufman have all been signed um carl kaufman was signed yesterday which was uh july 2nd so and he's he's the the th was he the third rounder or the the, the competitive balance pick? Uh, I don't remember. He was the competitive balance, I believe. Um, okay. Yeah. So he, he's the pitcher out of Michigan. Yeah, the pitcher out of Michigan. Yeah. And so he was just signed. We don't know where he's going to be assigned, but if um, at least history is an indicator for these top two guys, for Shunk and Toglia, the first and second rounders, um, he might go to Boise because um, the other two guys have been in Boise. Um. Toglia. Yeah, in, oh, in years past, the Rockies have like sent these guys to to Grand Junction first, but I guess maybe they're liking Boise as a first assignment for their college draftees now. Yeah, I don't know. Um, uh, Shunk has been doing so far better than Toglia, but not not by a whole lot. I mean, Shunk is hitting 300, 338, 517. He's got. Um, Three doubles, two triples, two homers, nine RBI, four walks, six strikeouts, three stolen bases so far. Um, Toglia is hitting 242, 405, 485. Two doubles, no triples, two homers, four RBI. He's walking a lot, though. Nine walks and then 15 strikeouts and just one stolen base. Um, he's played 10 games and Shunk has played 16. So there's something to be said for that also. Yeah, and they're they're both in Boise. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, they're both in Boise. Yeah. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see. Um, it'll be interesting to see how they, you know, I mean, I mean, in in and also in years past, the Rockies have been fairly aggressive with these college, especially position players. Like, it wouldn't be too surprising if, like, you know, they if they're hitting pretty well to see them promoted to Asheville in short order. Um, so that'll be interesting to see. I'm very interested to see like how Ma Michael Toglia develops here. I know not a lot of player, not a lot of folks, um, especially on our site, were too thrilled with the pick. Uh, he seemed to be sort of drafted higher than a lot of than he was on a lot of boards. But I don't know. Maybe the I don't know. Rocky saw something in him. Maybe they see him developing more quickly. And and as another first baseman too, I think it looks the Rockies have a lot of first baseman prospects now it's like brian mandel roberto ramos um both in triple a so we'll it'll be interesting to see how toglia okay. develops here yeah he's yep 20 years old now yeah and shunk is 21 so he'll be 22 yeah. in, uh in a couple weeks actually so isn't uh sean bouchard a first baseman also i don't know i think so. i think he is um for the 
Jet Hogs? He is an outfielder and first baseman. Yeah. So, yeah. So, he's playing for the Jet, Jet Hawks this year. He has started most of his games in the outfield, 37 games. Um, he started 25 at third base and six at first base. Okay. So, he's like he's like one of these guys that I think, like, if if he's, if his legs start slowing down, maybe he'll... Uh, so he's, you know, he's, he's, he's a big dude. He's 6'3", 215. So if his legs start getting heavy underneath him, heavy legs, you know, to use a scouting term, um, then he might, he might end up first base. But right now it looks like he's been playing a lot of outfield and third base mostly. Mm-hmm. So yeah, a lot of, a lot of first base outfield type prospects, which is not such a bad thing. Um, considering first base has been kind of a point of weakness on the Rockies major league roster since Helton retired. It's kind of been a rotating yeah. door. So even even a couple of years before you know before Helton retired, I don't know. Well, Justin Morneau had that had a pretty good year, so that was that was that was a nice positive. But he was always he was a stopgap, yeah, for for bad teams. So <laughs> it happens. Yeah. So another guy that's uh, interesting that we could kind of talk about here is uh, Vladimir Restituyo, who was brought to our attention um, by a commenter on the site, Matt Rob. Matt Rob. Um, so he's, uh, so Restituyo is a, he's 18. He just turned 18 yesterday. Happy birthday, Vladimir Restituyo. Uh, July 2nd. Yeah, July 2nd. So he turned 18 yesterday. Congratulations. Um, and so he's also with the Boise Hawks. He was signed, um, out of the Dominican Republic. Um, he was signed in 2017. So he spent last year in the Dominican Summer League, I believe. Um, Mm -hmm. yep. Between both teams, DSL Rockies and DSL Colorado. Um, and this year was promoted straight to Boise. And he's been hitting really, really well. Um, in 17 games, he's hitting 319, 315, 472, eight doubles, eight doubles, one home run, 11 RBI, 15 strikeouts. He's not walked once. Um, he also has seven yeah. stolen bases. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, no. Yeah, I, I'm glad like, you know, I'm glad Matt Rob pointed him out because, you know, we're going to do our, our uh, Purple Row prospects, our perp voting here pretty soon. And it's somebody to to pay attention to for sure, especially with I mean, it's 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 hard with the DSL guys when they're playing in the Dominican Summer League. They're so young, like 16 years old. I mean, it's it's hard. And, and plus the Dominican Summer League plays so it's so uh, everything. Everything's a pitcher's park there like the it's 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 tough to hit like um in the dsl so really you start understanding a little bit more of these players once they come stateside so yeah it's 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 nice to see him like at so young he played you know most of the season here at 17 years old um yeah he's he, he does have that interesting um and very uh, uh unique hit, hit batting average higher than his on-base percentage and that's due to one i think sacrifice must be sacrifice fly probably so that's always fun but hopefully that doesn't last and he starts walking a little bit but yeah i mean i mean this guy's like almost four years younger than the average competition in boise so that's that's a pretty exciting development to see him uh come over and and hit so well in his first uh in his first try at the majors and he's been playing yeah he's played six games at second base and 10 games in the outfield uh so far and he played he played all over the field and in the in the summer league but yeah we'll see it'd be interesting to see 
to see how he finishes up the season and see if the Rockies are aggressive and promote him straight up to, to Asheville next year. Yeah, especially, you know, I mean, the seven stolen bases kind of stick out to me. I mean, he's he's a quick dude. So especially as a second baseman, he's it looks like he's built a little bit like Garrett Hampson, you know, 5'10", 151. Um, mm-hmm. So that could be something that hopefully may, might translate eventually. I mean, obviously, he's not going to be promoted to the Rockies anytime soon, but, if, you know. Uh, eventually, you know, being a, a small, quick guy could, you know, could work wonders. Yeah, yeah. And um, yeah, so and speaking of um, speaking of, uh, I mean, just Dominican Summer League and, and international signees. So yesterday was also the International Signing Day and the Rockies signed a shortstop uh Adele Amador out of the Dominican Republic. He is a switch hitter. Um, seems to have a medium frame. Do we what do, do we know anything about him besides what I just said? Um, well, <laughs> what do you what do you know what do you know about Adele Amador, Sam? Well, other than he has a great name. Well, I, um, I have uh, Jesse Sanchez's profile here. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, he's the number twelve international prospect, and he was signed to a one and a half million dollar deal. Um, mm-hmm. Let's see what else. He's a switch hitter. So, uh, Sanchez says, uh, tons of athleticism. He impressed evaluators with good bat speed and an aggressive approach from both sides of the plate. Add good rhythm and timing mechanism when he's in the batter's box, and there's a chance Amador will develop into an above-average hitter. Um, he's also improved as a runner and shows good instincts on the bases, a byproduct of playing in so many games and tournaments across the Dominican Republic as a, uh, as a youth league player. Um, so that's kind of what I have on him. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and again, like these, these international signees, it's, it's really interesting. Uh, it's, it's an exciting scouting report. Uh, he's highly ranked and he's also 16 years old. So, um, yeah, I will be in my forties by the time Idale Amador, uh, debuts for, um, for the Rockies, if he does it all, so yeah, that's a name to to keep in in the, in your back pocket. But it's going to be a long road now for a sixteen year old to the majors. Yeah, so I mean, as a yeah, as of right now, young kid, we'll see him probably in the Dominican Summer League next year, um, and then mm-hmm. we'll see him work his way up. Yeah, stateside. Um, all right, Sam, uh, is there anything anything else uh, Rockies fans should know about what's going on in the minors uh, right now? So the last uh, big piece that we should talk about here is the All-Star. I mean, uh, All-Star game and All-Star week is coming up starting next week. So the, um, the All-Star Futures game is next week. and It's on Sunday, actually. And um, the Rockies have one representative uh, relief pitcher, Ben Bowden, who's currently with the Isotopes. He spent the majority of he was uh, like Rico uh, Garcia and spent the majority of the season in Hartford and was they were promoted actually on the same day. Um, And Bowden, since his promotion, has appeared in four games. Um, He's given up three hits, two runs. Both of them were homers. um, But again, PCL. Um, one walk and four strikeouts. So he's a 4.50 ERA, but in Hartford, um, he had a 1.05 ERA in 26 appearances before being promoted. He had 20 saves out of 20 save opportunities. Um, so that's pretty impressive. And 42 strikeouts. Um, let's see. According to the press release sent out by the Isotopes, it says in 28 games, 
Um, left-hander is registered in 130 ERA. This was sent out June 28th uh, upon his uh, selection. Um, mm-hmm. So he was sele- yeah, selected in the second round of the 2016 draft from Vanderbilt. Um, and then he's the eighth isotope to be named to the Futures game. And the last Albuquerque player to participate in the Futures game was Ryan McMahon in 2017. Because last year it was Brendan Rogers and Jesus Tinoco, who at the time were both with Hartford. So Right. Yeah, yeah. And that'll be exciting. Um, I, I really hope he... You know, I really hope he gets into the game. Um, he'll be, he'll be excited to see, especially it's some somebody who like with <laughs> how much uh, 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 bullpen trouble the Rockies have had this year. You definitely keep your eye on Ben Bowden as somebody who could potentially help the Rockies really soon. Uh, the future is now <laughs> for uh, for Ben Bowden, perhaps. Um, we'll see. So yeah, that'll be exciting. So that's, uh, yeah, that's the Sunday the Futures game as part of All-Star Weekend. Yep. So that's that's kind of who's doing what in the minors for now. And we'll bring you another update next week. All right. Well, yep. That'll do it for us. Um, thanks, Sam. Yep. Thanks for listening, everybody.